Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. Well, first of all, I have to take a moment to just thank all of my listeners for the outpouring of love that you guys have shown my family and I. All of the prayers, everything, everything was felt and is much, much appreciated. I want to personally thank those of you who reached out to me and sent me personal messages. You know who you are, and it means so much that you did that. I had so many people saying nice things and just letting me know that you care and that you're here, and that means the world to me. It means more than you know. It has been a rough couple of days. And it's taken a while to really get back into just, it's not even normalcy because I'm not there yet, but just slowly getting back into things. I took a day off of work and then I went back to school to try to, you know, being a foreign language teacher, you can't have a sub forever. It's not fair to the kids. So I wanted to go back to work and make sure they were learning and then I'm probably going to take another day just to rest, but I really appreciate all of the support that you guys have shown, and even if you didn't reach out, even if you were just sending positive vibes and prayers, we felt them. We really, really felt them. It has been eye-opening, I think, as to the number of people who are so loving and supportive in my own family and in my soul family and my community, just really, really have appreciated it so much. A kind word means more than you'll know, especially when you're having kind of an off day. So grief is definitely a process and one minute you feel okay and then the next minute you're not okay. And it's, especially with the kind of grief we're suffering through, it's there's so many emotions. One minute it's anger, the next minute it's hurt, the next minute it's just sadness to fear of what's going to happen to everything just all kind of rolled into one. So it's been an emotional roller coaster for sure, but I want to thank you so much for being here with us and we really, really appreciate it. So I wanted to talk to you today about taking care of yourself when situations arise. You know, I think if anything, this has opened my eyes to how stressed I think that I had really become and not even aware of it. Just the daily grind of, you know, doing the podcast, going to school, going to work, doing all of these things. It had taken its toll on me and I hadn't even realized it. But being able to have a few days just to kind of balance myself out again, it was so necessary. And believe me that I understand when I tell you that I know that it's not even always possible to take a day off here and there. I'm extremely lucky in the fact that we do get sick days and we can use them. But as a teacher, sometimes it's more work to actually take a sick day than to just go in when you're sick. Believe me, I know. So I'm not one of those teachers who's like, oh, I'm taking all my sick days. Like, I don't do that. And especially being a German teacher, because it's not like I can just get someone to come in and take over the class. 
it just doesn't happen. So I don't ever want to, you know, be gone for too long. But I also have understood the importance of allowing myself the time when I need it. And I think there's so many of you out there who are like me, who always think about all of the responsibilities that you have and that you have to be responsible to other people, especially if you're a parent. So your own health, your own sanity, your own rest gets put on the back burner. And I totally get that. I really, really do. But I have learned more than ever this week that it is so important that you take care of yourself. Because if I hadn't had the time, I don't know what I would have done. Honestly, I really don't. It was hard enough just being able to take time and still getting through this. I don't know what would have happened if I wasn't even able to do that. So it's important when you have stressful and traumatic things happen to you in your life that Yes, though we have to move on, it's important also to take that necessary time out to just to heal, you know? I mean, really, to heal. Um, one of my mentors, I was talking to her, and she said, oh my gosh, the song keeps playing whenever I'm talking to you. I think you need to listen to it. You know, Mother Mary is with you, and she's helping you heal. Well, I start listening to the song, and of course, tears just like come flooding And it just brought up so many emotions. And she said, I think you need to hear it because you need to get that out. You need to cry. And it's true. Like I did. Like I try to be strong for so many, you know, so many people. And yet, and that's the one thing, you know, my mom kept saying like, oh, you're a rock, you're a rock. And yes, I know that, but even... People who are really strong need to take their time out and grieve and grieve properly. And that is if you're the type of person who doesn't want to ask for help and doesn't want to lean on people, that's really difficult. But I've been lucky enough to have family around who, you know, my cousin so sweet went and bought my kids ice cream and like a stuffed animal that you put lavender in that when you heat it up it it like comforts you for my daughter and just different things that she bought for them and and roses and that to make them feel better and that was kind of that's been the funny thing I've had so many people say to me what can I do what can I do like you know how can I help And the truth is, like, I didn't know what to tell anyone. Like, can you turn back time? Like, that's the only thing that I know that you could do that would help with this because I just don't even know what could be done. You know, there's just nothing. And in this whole thing, you know, my ex also decided that he didn't want to service or anything and the kids weren't. Like they weren't even able to see him because he wanted to be cremated. And if they wanted to see him, they would have had to do embalming and all of that. And he didn't want that. So it was going against his wishes. So they didn't even get to, like they're not even getting to have a service. And to me, that is sometimes a healing thing because when you can at least have a service and talk about this person, you get your feelings out and you have the good memories and you see people and People are there to show you their support. Like, I think people need that. And they were sort of robbed of that too, which I understand 
totally honoring someone's last wishes. But in so many ways, this tragedy was just like a slap in the face to them because it was like robbing them of any kind of closure that they could have gotten. And so they're going to have to get the closure they need themselves. Just like I talked to you guys about how you have to heal and you have to do the the deep inner healing work and you have to do forgiveness and you have to forgive people who won't ask for it. And this is the same thing. They're never going to get an I'm sorry from him. Never. Not in this plane anyway. Not in this, not in the earthly realm. They're never going to get that. And I had already worked through all of this forgiveness stuff with him. In fact, that was the other thing my mentor said was, I'm so glad that you guys worked through your stuff and healed it before this happened. And I was like, yeah, I know, because... I, you know, I told him about my book because I had some people who kind of, I think they alluded to the fact that maybe they thought that my book was the reason and it's not, I assure you it's not. Um, and I had already talked to him about this book and how I was writing it. And, and that's when I got the apology from him for all of the stuff that we had to go through when we were younger. And we had already said, sorry, I had said sorry to him and he had said sorry to me and we had already made our peace about that. And now, you know, now I'm going to have to go through the whole forgiveness thing for an entirely different reason, for leaving a mess for me to clean up, basically, you know? I mean, he skipped out, and now I'm left behind here trying to pull my children back together and trying to help them to get through what should be the best year of their lives is now the worst. Now their senior year will forever be marred by this. And I'm trying to make it so that that isn't the case so that they have lots of things to look forward to. And they, they know there are lots of positives, even though this thing happened, it doesn't have to be the thing that defines their whole life, but it's pretty, hard to explain that to 18 year olds right now and it's going to be a process but that's why it's important that we take care of each other and we're taking care of ourselves you know it's so important and I I don't mention the book thing just because I just wanted you know everyone to know when I talked about how we had forgiveness and we had closure like we really did before when he knew the whole book thing was coming out. And I'm really glad that we had that. I just wish that my kids could have also had that. And for you know them, they never will. Not at least in that form. They can always go through the forgiveness and they can do the healing, but they won't get the, for, you know, the I'm sorry that they deserve. And it really stinks. You know, it really does for them. But everyone has been so supportive, you know, and and we're all trying to figure out a way to help them get back to normalcy as much as we can. And I just wanted to come on here and say thank you. But I thought I would pull a couple of cards for you today since I had missed a few, you know, episodes. And I pulled two cards from my deck. And I don't believe at all that this is just a coincidence, that these are the cards that came out. And I'll explain why in a minute. So the first card I pulled was release your fears. 
Fears are just your ego telling you that you aren't good enough, you don't know enough, you'll never be enough, and so on. Your ego is trying to keep you safe, and maybe that worked for you when you were young. Now your ego is keeping you small and stuck. You've been so conditioned to listen to that ego that you are letting it keep you from doing truly great things because you fear that you will fail. Tell your ego to take a time out. You got this from here. Don't allow your ego to rob you of your greatness. Take action now to do whatever thing you put off doing because you let your fear get in the way. You are enough and have everything you need to be successful. Stop doubting that. And there's a mantra that goes with this card. When you start to feel that ego creep in, say to yourself, I'm enough just as I am. I have enough right now. I will be successful. The universe has my back. My steps are being divinely guided right now. And I love that. And for me, I think the reason this I think I got a reading from myself today. I think that the reason this release your fears cards came up is because I've been so afraid all week as to what's going to happen to my children and are they going to be okay and is my daughter still going to be okay if she goes away to college and will my son be able to graduate and be able to get his classes done will they both be able to go back to school and get their classes done they're so close they have 40 something days left of the semester and it's at that point where it's like what's going to happen are they going to be able to walk in the school like what you know and All of those things have been going through my head. And I just know that this is a message from the universe saying, stop it. Like, we've got you. Like, And I know that. And of course I know that. But it's easy when tragedy strikes to let your fear and your ego take over and to say, oh my gosh, what if we never recover? What if this never gets better? What if we're always stuck in this? And you know, the what what ifs, could have, should have, whatever, that doesn't matter. I know that the universe has my back and that I am being taken care of. And I've got to just learn how to quiet those fears, to take a breath and come back to center and just know that everything is going to work out perfectly. And somebody said to me, I think it was my mom, said to me, like, I don't know how you're doing this. Like, I don't know how, like, how are you getting through this? You know, Friday when they told me that, he had passed away. My kids were in my class and I had to act like I didn't know anything. And I, it was hard. It was really hard. I just wanted to cry and I couldn't do anything. And my mom said, how'd you do that? How, how? And I said, I just kept saying to myself, my God, please surround me. My team, Archangel Michael, please be with me. Everyone, please surround me. I've got to get through this. And that seriously is how I did it. And I felt uplifted by all of my entire spiritual team. I know that I was surrounded in numbers. I knew that. And the first thing that my mentor said whenever she messaged me was, you and your children are surrounded in numbers by angels. I'm like, yeah, I know that. Like, I know that because I called them in. I was just, you know, calling anyone and everyone I could think of to come in and and to help us and to surround us and to get us through this. And in everything that's happened, you know, people are like, well, how can you be positive or whatever? Because let me tell you what, first of all, I know that it could be so much worse. It really could. I think about how my children could have still been going over to his house and it could have been a, he took 
their life and then his, or he could have come to find them and have done that, you know, or he could have taken his wife's life and then his or whatever. Like it could have been worse. It really could have been. Not that it's not bad enough, but it could always have been worse. So I always try to look at the positive, like at least it wasn't as bad as it could have been because you read about those things all the time in the newspaper. And I think about all of the things that I still have to be grateful for. I still have my children. And even though they're broken right now and feeling so upset and hurt and all the feelings, I still have them. And they can still have an amazing life. And I can still be a part of that. You know? And I think about all of the family and friends that have surrounded us and supported us and all of the things that I have in my job and, and the fact that I was able to be there. My goodness, that's like the number one thing was, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that I took that job. Because if I were in Missouri and an hour away having to come home and having to deal with all of there's no way. I couldn't have done it. It would have been much more difficult. So there are so many things to be grateful for and knowing that it's, it gets better. It's going to get better. So when I have those doubts and those fears creep in and I just want to scream and say, I don't know what to do. And honestly, that, that's been a phrase that lately has really entered my mind often when people say, what do you want me to do? Or what should we do about this? I just want to say, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I honestly don't know what to do. And that has been a phrase that has just consistently gone through my brain the last few days. And what I also know is that it's okay not to know sometimes too. It absolutely, I don't have to have all of the answers. I've never been through this before. I don't know. And that's when I have to rely on my team and on other people for help because I don't know. And so many people are so scared to say, I don't know. I don't know what I should be doing. I don't know what I should be feeling. I don't know what we're doing. It's a perfectly okay response to say, I don't know. Don't have to have all of the answers. You shouldn't ever feel bad for that. So that was the first card and I thought, oh, how perfect that is. The second card is finances don't need to create fear. Are you allowing a bad relationship with money to affect your finances? Money is just energy, but somewhere along the way, we've created stories about money that keep us stuck and broke. You can become completely debt-free and attract all of the money you desire. You simply have to change the way you think and feel about money. The universe wants to bring us all that we desire, but we must first be in alignment with that energy. Start by seeing money as something that comes to you easily. Call on your spiritual team if you need help releasing fear surrounding money. You can also ask the universe to put you in touch with someone who can help you get your finances in order. And the money mantras that go with this card are, I attract money easily and effortlessly. Money comes to me in unexpected ways. The money I spend is multiplied back to me. I make money while I sleep. My bank account is increasing daily. I always have more than enough money. And so the reason the universe showed me this card is because the immediate first thing besides the fear of what's going to happen with the kids is the fear of what's going to happen with my finances. Because actually, and I feel completely horrible about this, but I had no idea of knowing the morning 
that his brother had called me Friday morning to tell me what had happened. That morning I had texted him to see if he was sending child support because he usually just Venmos it to me every Friday. And he, you know, didn't respond and I which is not unusual. Sometimes it takes a day or so for him to get back to me, so I didn't think anything about it. And then I I heard this, you know, and I was, oh my gosh, this was the last text that I sent to him was, you know, asking him for money, which I feel terrible about. But then the realization hit too that I'm not going to get any more financial help with the kids. And it's the most expensive year of their lives. They're going to college and they have all of their senior stuff. And it's like, oh my gosh, you know this is unexpected and it's a financial hit. And at what, you know, of course, immediately I was like going into full on fear mode of what's going to happen. And then I just had to keep telling myself, just stop it. Don't worry about it. It's going to be fine. You'll be fine. You'll make it. It's no big deal. You're fine. And I kept telling myself that. And sure enough, you know, my mom pulled me aside and said, you know what? It's, you know, we're, we're going to be here. It, it, whatever you need, we'll help you. You know, you're not going to be like out on the streets or, you know, whatever. And also two different people sent me messages about setting up sessions with me. And, and it was just like a clue to me from the universe saying like, simmer down. Like, we've got you. Like, don't worry about that. Like, stop worrying. We've got you. And then other people were suggesting things like, well, what if you contact, you know, the colleges, maybe there's something they can do. And, you know, now you could refile your taxes and do this. And so the people were suggesting things to try to help. And to me, you know, I mean, that wasn't my main concern. But, you know, being a normal human being who has to make a living, it was something that came up, you know, and then people coming to me with all of these suggestions, I said, you know what, I just know that I don't need to worry. Like, I don't know why I don't need to worry. Like, I should be completely freaked out right now and worried, but I'm not. Because I just know that I'm going to be taken care of. And somehow I just have a feeling that from the other side, I think, you know, their dad is going to help with stuff. I think he's helping with them and bringing them to the people who can help them heal and helping us too with, you know, just bringing finances. I just, I don't know other than I know. That's all I, if that sounds weird, it's like my gut, my intuition. I haven't tried to like tap into his energy or anything like that yet. I'm just not able to do that yet. Or try to, you know, I I just, I can't do that yet. But I just know that it's going to be okay. And I don't have any other proof other than I just have faith. And I know my team takes care of me. And I know that everything always works out perfectly for me. And I was talking to a coworker of mine. And we were talking about how when things happen to you in life that are, you know, they knock you for a loop. You have a choice. We have a choice to either say, well this happened to me, so now my life's going to suck for the rest of it, and it's not my fault because I didn't do this. And my kids could do that. They could say, you know what, my dad took his life and screwed up ours, and so I'm just going to have a messed up life for the rest of mine. 
They have that choice where they could say, I'm going to take this and what happened to me, and I'm going to make sure that I help as many people as possible so it doesn't have to happen to other people, and that I'm going to make sure that it helps me to become the best version of myself, to help me really heal from the things I need to heal from. And it's going to take them a while because they're 18 and teenagers don't think that way. (laughs) They really don't. But I'm hoping that if I can be there to help them and if we get them to the right people who can help them, that it's going to be something that they, a conclusion they come to on their own. And it is going to be a long road and a long process, but we will get through it. And I, again, want to thank you guys so much for all of those of you who've supported us. I really do thank you. And I also want to say that if you are struggling with depression, please don't keep it in. Seek medical help, but even more than medical help, because although I love doctors and psychologists, and I think that they're amazing people, sometimes you need more than that. Sometimes the deep emotional wounding is stuff you really have to seek from the spiritual side. It really... Because I've seen the effects of taking antidepressants and that. And while great when you get the right combination, because that's another thing. And that was the thing with my ex was he should have been on some kind of medication, but he just never found the right kind that worked for him and that made him feel any better. And so he just self-medicated. And that's not good. So the medication, if it's right, if you have the right dosage and the right kind can be amazing. Or it can be detrimental if you don't have the right kind or the right dosage. So that's important to get that figured out. And it can be frustrating. I get it. My children, like when I had to take them and we had to go, like they had to go back several times to find what was working for them. You have to be diligent about it. You really do. And so you've got to find physicians who will listen to you and who will take the time and who will work with you. Because if you have somebody who's just like, yeah, whatever, just try this, move on, which is what my ex had. He had this doctor who was just nuts, who would give him samples of things and then never have a follow-up. You can't do that with those kinds of drugs. You cannot. That's just a deadly combination to just leave somebody like that. Throws off their chemical balance even more. And again, seeing a counselor is great if they are helping you. But I can tell you I've had counselors who were amazing and who helped me so much. And I had counselors who did not do too much. Got to get the right kind of treatment. You got to see people who you click with and who are doing things to help you. Not people who tell you what you want to hear. Okay, I'm going to be straight up honest with you. If you're going to someone and they're like, oh, yeah, you you had a crappy life. So, yeah, you could, you know, that's why you act this way. And it's okay because no, 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 no. You've got to take responsibility for your own life and your actions. And when you're an adult, we've all been screwed up by our parents. You know, I mean, it just happens. We don't come with an instruction manual. So they're flying by the seat of their pants and so are we. We have to seek people who will give us the advice we need. And if we're not getting what we need from that person, we need to move on to someone else. 
I truly believe that. I used to be the type of person that if I went to someone, I didn't want to hurt their feelings. I'm paying the money to treat me, but yeah, I didn't want to hurt their feelings. No, your health is too important. Move on if that person isn't helping you. Find someone who will. And like I said, the spiritual side of counseling is amazing. I've seen great work in people, including myself. I I got more out of going to a spiritual counselor and mentor than I ever did for the years of going to a regular counselor. And I don't say that to belittle counseling. That's what I wanted to do, you know. I wanted to do that kind of work. I think it's so important. I think there's so many amazing counselors out there. But when you only deal with the medical side of things, that doesn't always take care of what's really going on. That inner deep wounding has to be healed. And it's like layers of an onion. It's work. It's process. It's progress. You've got to keep at it. So I encourage anyone who's out there listening, if you need help, get it. If you need to reach out to me, don't hesitate. I had so many people this week reach out to me telling me their own stories of being a survivor of suicide, you know, from other family members. And I have to tell you that I really appreciated the bravery of you sharing your story. And it did make me feel better. And it does make you feel like you're less alone when you know that other people have gone through it. So I say to those people, thank you for being brave enough to share your story. And thank you for listening to me share mine. I got another review that said it was like listening to a best friend. And I absolutely love that. I love that description. That's amazing. So you can sit down with me and have your cup of coffee and we can chat come back here for another dose of your best friend dishing about her life. I want to thank you guys always for showing up for me. And just to those of you who heard my bullying episode, I want you to know that I did receive an apology letter from the young man who uh, wrote that note. But, you know, as with teenagers, I don't believe it was so heartfelt, but at least, you know, People keep asking me about that too. And I'm totally okay from that situation. Just want you to know. I just felt like it should have been shared just to prove a point that bullying at any age is not okay. And bullying, unfortunately, is a big issue that leads to a lot of suicides. And that's something I think that we can stop. I really do. But it has to start from all of us. It's why light workers were sent here to step up and to stand in our power to help change that. All right, guys. Well, I want to thank you so much for being with me today and for listening to me ramble on and on. I love you all so much. And there are so many ways that you can work with me. I'm sorry. That was Nala. And I would normally go back and edit that out. I'm not going to. They're just That's Nala saying hi. Those who like me and follow me won't mind, and those who do mind will just find someone else to listen to, I suppose. So if you want to work with me, there are so many ways. Uh, Even though I took a few days off, I am still doing sessions and that. So for the rest of February, which is only a couple of days left, my Love Your Life course is still $33. You can still get it on that. 
I have updated my website. So there is a store now. If you want to book a session, you can purchase everything from the offerings page. It's all there so you can see it all in one page, which is kind of nice. But I still have a page with all of the descriptions to everything I offer. So you can check out my website to see how, what I do, how I do it, and how you can book. Um, you can purchase from the website and then just email me or contact me through social media or text or call me when you want to set up your session. I do it that way so that you can get the time that works best for you. Because a lot of people don't realize I'm in the central time zone too. So some people get confused about that. But you can just contact me to book. And if you just want to reach out to me because you say, I want to work with you, but I don't know what I need or what I should do, don't hesitate. Reach out. There's so many ways you can contact me. Also, if you sign up on my website, if you would subscribe, you'll get a free morning and evening meditation just as my gift to you. If you like my podcast, please share it with others. Please subscribe. Please leave me feedback. Those are all amazing ways that you can give back to me, and I super appreciate that, especially to those of you who've already done it. Word of mouth is probably the best compliment you can give me. Um, Also, my book, Beautifully Broken, is still for sale. The audiobook should be available soon. I've already submitted it to Amazon, and so they will... Uh, hopefully accept it and then it will be available for purchase so you can get my audio book um, if you purchase my book don't forget the contest is still going on that if you purchase my book you can take a picture of yourself with my book on one of your social media platforms and tag me and I will enter you to win a free session with me I'm going to draw a couple of names and I already have several people entered so It's an easy way to win a free session with me, so don't forget about that. Also, if you have ordered my book and you like it, if you could please leave me a review from wherever you purchased it, that would be amazing. Reviews are really the way that people find books, and I'm just like a small-town girl who just decided to go out here and do this venture, so I have been just a grassroots kind of business, earning my wings by just getting customer referrals and feedback from people. So your reviews really, really do help me. And I appreciate you so much. I really, really do. I hope that you guys have an amazing day. I don't know yet if I'm going to do a Facebook Live next week, but I will let you know. I will be doing it again soon, though, but I'm not sure if it will be next week yet or not. I don't know what's going on with um, the whole situation. In fact, I wasn't even sure I was going to do a podcast for Thursday, but I thought, yep, I feel okay, like I can do one. So I wanted to do that for you. So thank you guys. Have a beautiful, beautiful day from wherever you're listening. Take time to notice all the blessings around you because you are surrounded by amazing things. And take time to tell your loved ones that you love them and be good to each other. And I will see you back here again soon. Bye, guys.